Hello and welcome to Same Boat Huddle. My name is Erin Miller, your host. I believe that we are on episode eight, maybe nine. I don't remember, but thank you for being here. Whether you are listening for the first time or the eighth time or maybe the ninth time, I don't know. (laughs) Thank you so much for coming. This is a space that I've created for women um, to have a space to know that you are not alone, that when life is feeling so hard and overwhelming and maybe you're suffering from anxiety, maybe depression, just that overwhelm and fulfilling that societal role that has been placed on us of messy bun, exhausted, and only being able to get through the day with coffee, know that that's not how it has to be at all. Um, I am a photographer by trade and a mother, a former school counselor, and uh, have gone through my own journey through anxiety and um, trying to juggle being a business owner and a mother. It's been very hard, and it's really catapulted me into this amazing self-growth journey. So on this podcast, it is my space to speak with you. I will um, be continuing to interview. I've only interviewed my husband so far, but I have a list of amazing women. Um, Maybe you're one of them listening who I hope to interview soon so that I can share some other women's stories as well. And nothing's really off limits. We talk about life. We talk about parenting. We're going to talk about anxiety and woo-woo stuff and um, entrepreneurial stuff, all sorts of fun stuff. Um, And it is, again, just to help you know that you're not alone, that there's a way to get through this, uh, this thing called life and really thrive from it and not just survive. So today what I wanted to talk with you about is protecting our energy in life and work. I feel really drawn to this topic. I actually wanted to talk with you about something else this week, but this keeps coming up for me. I'm also going to stop and say, I am out of my inhaler. I am an asthma sufferer. It's not severe, but we have been um, getting ready to move and I have been cleaning a lot and the dust um, has really amped up. Long story about my inhaler, but I don't have one right now. So you might hear some wheezing. I'm okay. I promise. Anyways, so today we're talking about energy and life and work. So this has come up, my thought for this, I'm always thinking about this. It's how I function in a day, but I feel like it's been coming a lot up a lot in my conversations with other women, especially other women, entrepreneurs, business owners, things like that. You do not need to be a business owner to understand what I'm going to be saying and to have it fully apply to your life. So I wanted to kind of think about it and break it down. And what I mean by protecting our energy is that we are all made up of energy. You know, you have to think about like when you wake up in the morning, how much energy you have in the day. Lots of people can get their good stuff done in the morning and then you, you tend to like taper off in the end of the day, you know, and that's the natural cycle of the day. There's a whole cycle to the week, the month, the year. That's another story. So we, it is our responsibility to protect that energy. So if you think about everything you do in a day, think about how much energy it takes to do something, whether it is to parent or do house chores or to do certain things in your work, um, to function in certain relationships, be around certain people, go certain places. It all takes a certain amount of energy. And I find that so many of us exert way too much and don't do anything to either protect the energy, to keep it within you so that you have enough to get through life. 
um, you d- or just like don't know what, what to do with it or realize that it's just like pouring out of you and you're not bringing it back in. I actually just had a discussion with my daughter about um, our buckets and how, and I, I always laugh because I hear the school counselor me all the time, like, oh, we all carry buckets and we, we either fill them or empty them and then other people can also fill them and empty them. So I was telling her how my bucket right now is just about empty because we've had a crazy weekend getting our house ready to be put on the market. And I said, I really want to fill my bucket. And the way I can do that right now is to spend a little bit of one-on-one time with daddy and going to bed early to be sure my body has enough sleep. I knew that that's what I needed. Um, my dog is sitting like right behind me. So you're going to be hearing some huffing and puffing from him too. <laughs> um, so she and I had this really cute discussion about how things fill your buckets. Um, again, it can be other people or places and, um, can also empty your buckets, but you can also fill and empty your bucket as well. Okay. So, um, I decided to break it down into four categories. So there are four ways that you can protect your energy and I listed them and this isn't the all end be all guys. Like I, this is me. This is kind of what I came up with, what I feel like makes sense. Um, it is not written in stone. Other people, you might hear other people talk who have similar ideas, um, but not necessarily talk about it in the same way or might add other stuff to it. So the first is self-care. So I'll run through the four, the four quickly for you. So I say, I think it's self-care is number one. Number two is recognizing our limiting beliefs. Number three is you are what you eat. Seriously, my favorite thing to talk about. And number four is only doing what serves you. And I feel like there could be a five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. but I figured that would be a nice <laughs> succinct podcast for you and covers a lot of the bases. So through self-care, that's truly how you are going to protect your energy. You're also going to really fill your bucket with self-care. And I feel like the word self-care right now is super trendy and a little bit annoying for me. Um, but it's, it's recognizable. So I'm not going to make up some other crazy phrase that you don't even know what I'm talking about. But self-care, like I used to think it meant like getting pedicures, getting manicures, getting your hair done, getting massages, things like that. And I've learned to understand that it's so much more simpler than that and less expensive. Not to say that those things aren't self-care, that really fills your bucket, but you don't have to sit around thinking like, if I'm not someone who can afford that, or if I'm not someone who enjoys something like that, that you don't have any other options for self-care. So I'm going to use my example this past week of how I protected my energy with this. So I, I, I plan, I energetic, I do energetic time management every Sunday so that I can plan my week to know everything I have to do to be sure that I'm taking care of myself through the week and protecting my energy and managing it. Um, and to see what lies ahead. So there's no day that's a surprise to be sure that I can get all my tasks done, everything like that. So I have weddings to edit. I have clients I'm in touch with. I have weddings coming up and I'm talking with those brides. I have photo shoots. I have, you know, there's all this stuff going on. I'm, I'm adding in some coaching under the, the brand of Aaron Joyce and trying to develop that as well. And all this other behind the scenes stuff. And my daughter is getting ready to go to kindergarten next Monday. Um, and I, you know, she's my oldest. So even though I've been in education, this is the first time I've been on the side and all the emotions that come with 
holy shit, my five, my, I have a five and a half year old who was literally a newborn baby like two seconds ago. I have no idea how that happened, but so I have to deal with that. And then we also um, have our house on the market and everything has moved very quickly. So even though the process of deciding to move um, and finding a house that we chose to move to since finding that house, things have been going crazy fast. So we've also been dealing with all of that at the same time. So looking at my week last Sunday, I was like, wow, this is a lot of stuff. Like all of my typical work stuff, preparing for school, like having new school orientation, um, all of that. And, and no, and then I had social dates and, and I had a hair appointment I had forgotten about. Um, didn't forget to go to, but had forgotten it was coming up. And my husband and I had a couple's massage scheduled this past week which so easily could have been canceled because what, what we had going on, it was a birthday present for us. We, our birthdays are a week apart. Um, and we chose to keep it because we knew we needed it. So anyway, as I was scheduling my week, typically what I schedule for my self-care is um, a morning routine, which is so important. Guys, this is free for you. It is. Uh, it doesn't have to. It looks different for everybody. Some people might need two hours. Some people just need five minutes to get up before the kids. You know what I mean? So I like to wake up with enough time to have one cup of coffee. If I have two, I've screwed myself for the day. It messes me up, but I love that one cup of coffee. I, um, I do some journal prompting. I do some brain dumping in a journal if I need to, and I meditate. Like just enough time to do that. So even if I only have 20 minutes, that's all I need to be able to meditate and have coffee. And I can do some of my journaling once the kids have food in their mouths, you know? Um, and then I work out after that. I don't right now with summer schedule, I'm not getting up early enough to work out before they're awake. So that's my morning routine. And it is so crucial. If you are not doing a morning routine, please consider it. It will change your life. Uh, Truly. Like I'm not, I'm not blowing smoke up your rear end. Like it will actually change your life to just give yourself a few minutes before the whole house wakes up or before you need to really start get going to get out the door to work, whatever, whatever your life is. It just gives you a moment of peace and quiet by yourself. So I was sure to stick with my morning routine in the morning, absolutely certain to get meditation in, in the morning. And then usually the only other part I I work out as well. And the only other part of self-care that I am sure to add in, in the day is to, to be sure that I have enough time in the evening to read a little bit. So even if it's literally like two pages, I just love being able to climb into bed and read a couple of pages in my book. That's all, that's all I want. So, um, but this past week I knew I needed more than that. So I scheduled two other times in the day to have a timeout and it, something as little as what I would add in, in the middle of the day was I used headspace. It's an, a meditation app and they have, it's, it's called three or four minute restore. I forget how many it's literally, it's not even five minutes to just sit and, and it's a guided meditation of just like chill out, <laughs> reconnect with your breath just restore your energy for a hot minute. Um, and then I was also very certain to be sure that I ate this week. So what I mean by that is my eating is, can easily fly out the window when I'm super busy. It's like the cliche, I don't have time to eat. I'm too busy. Like I can't, I'm too important for lunch, you know? Um, so not only was I sure to eat each day to make it easy, I meal planned on Sunday. I don't always do that. I kind of go through phases with how busy I am with my work 
when I actually meal plan for myself and the family. So a short meal plan so that we had dinner planned every evening because I knew how busy we were. I knew it was important we both ate good meals that I was stopping to eat lunch and all of that. So meal planning was another thing I did. Um, and then also just to be sure we got sleep. We seriously didn't do that great, but I stopped. Like I didn't care what else I had to do, especially with house stuff to get it ready. Like by nine o'clock, I'm like, I can't, I cannot push myself because if I keep going, like I just need a minute to sit down and like maybe watch 20 minutes of TV, recollect myself. And then I need to just go to bed, you know? Um, what else did I do? This I was, again, I was really sure to keep my workouts in and such a huge help. So anyway, those are just examples of self-care to be sure that, um, you, you don't have to spend anything to do any of those things to work out, to have more morning routine, to meditate. Um, yes, a lot of meditation apps cost money, but you can also YouTube like anything for free guided meditation, whatever you connect with. And you also don't need anything guided. You can just sit there and connect with your breath. Um, and to be sure you eat, eat well, like don't, don't go out and eat fast food or eat the crust off of, uh, I always, <laughs> when I make my kids grilled cheese, I like sneak the crust bites, you know, or like if they don't finish a hot dog, I'll like eat a half a hot dog. It's so gross. <laughs> so, but eat real food, eat your fruits, vegetables, all that. So that is self-care and it, I'm telling you, it feels it, there's, there's something that happens. It's like a snowball, uh, in a good way that even though it doesn't feel like much to take three minutes in the middle of the day, it'll literally change the whole day to be able to stop and meditate. Or, you know, if you woke up five minutes before your kids did and you did yoga for 10 minutes, um, and that you made sure to have a salad for lunch instead of three chicken nuggets that your kids didn't eat or whatever it was. Those all are such tiny little things that don't seem very huge, but they just change everything. Like your day will seriously feel so different. So that's, uh, my self care is always priority, but when I'm really busy, I make it even more of a priority and nothing is more important than taking care of myself. So it means if it means I have to, um, you know, close my laptop and add another day of editing into my workflow because I couldn't get it all in today. That's what I need to do because if I burn out, I'm not going to be editing that wedding any better than if, um, you know, if I just kept going when, you know, which ultimately would burn me out. Okay. So number two is really big. It's called recognizing your limiting beliefs. So if you've never heard of limiting beliefs, I also interchange this with negative stories. So this is like your ego when it talks to you and it's saying you're a bad mom because you took time to, um, do yoga in the morning instead of, or like in the evening instead of reading in the second book or, um, you know, if you don't return that wedding gallery in a week and a half after their wedding day, you suck as a photographer and, um, each day that goes by it's just going to get worse and worse. Or like your client's going to be upset with you or those are limiting beliefs and stories. Those are things that your, your ego is telling you to make you freak out, you know? So it's really starting to recognize, um, and, and it can go the other way. Like you can skip lunch. You'll be okay. You can just skip lunch today. If you, if you skip lunch and edit or answer emails or whatever, whatever it is you have to do. If you do that, you'll be so much better off 
than if you stop and eat lunch. Like that's BS guys. Your ego is full of crap. It's not, those are negative stories. So you have to really recognize when you're talking to yourself that way and turn it around. And I could do a full podcast on this and maybe I will very soon. Um, but you really have to twist it around to say, I'm, I'm because I'm stopping to eat lunch. The next time I go to edit, I'm going to be fully present and completely in tune. Like your brain functions differently. My energy feels different. I'm not going to be falling asleep while I'm trying to edit. And then ultimately the result, the the end result of my post-processing is going to be beautiful. And I'm going to be so proud of it. I'm not going to be irritated while I'm trying to edit. Like every time I sit down to look at it, I'm going to be excited. Um, Even though it might go a little bit slower, I'm doing it with more energy and excitement because I sat down to eat lunch or because I went to bed a little earlier or because I made sure to have time with my kids today or whatever it is. So that's the same story saying, if you, if you stop to eat lunch, you're, you're a bad business owner, as opposed to if you stop to eat lunch, you're going to produce a better product. Do you see the difference? It's literally that easy. And I know it's that hard, (laughs) but that's really start to listen to that inner voice and that inner dialogue. That's creating a limiting belief for yourself or as a negative story and then just stop and maybe get in the routine of just jotting it down so that at a a time that you can look at it, really think about how, how can you turn that negative story into a positive one? Okay. So number three, you are what you eat. I, I have lived by this philosophy for as long as I can remember, remember, like even back into school that who you spend time with is who you become. And I think it's so, it becomes so complicated, especially as you get older, because you find like, we are complex. All of us are very complex human beings and have so many different layers. So there isn't like, you can't look at one person or group of people and be like, they're all bad or they're all good. We all have so many different parts of ourselves. So it's really hard to, you can't like pull all the pieces apart. And so So there might be a person in your life who has negative qualities or like not even that they have negative qualities, but they trigger you to feel a negative way of like how they talk about their work or how they talk about their children or their husband or, you know, just, just their view on life. It just might not align with you and feel bad. So even though you have a really good connection with them or like you've been friends with them since you were 10 or whatever that is like, that's, that's where it becomes complicated, that it doesn't become easy to be like, I can't have this person in my life anymore because I'm starting to feel like them or that they're keeping me down. Or I feel like I'm not as positive anymore, whatever it is. Be very mindful, not even just of people, but like where you go and what you're absorbing in a day. What kind of books are you reading? What is in your social media? Like I I clean out my social media all the time. And let me tell you, when I scroll through, all I see is you're amazing and great things are going to happen to you today and be strong and beautiful photography and just happy, happy. And so I feel good when I take a couple minutes to scroll through social media. I'm not bogged down politics or negativity or people being snarky or sarcastic or cynical or anything like that because I just don't. I don't have it in there. Um, I also don't watch the news anymore. So I am that person who has no idea what is going on and 
I know that someone might listen to that and be like, that's so ignorant. How could you be like that? I, I follow what I need to. I, I know what I need to, but I cannot allow myself to just sit in front of the TV and watch. the news is so sad and not even like the big world stuff that's going on right now is a very obvious, terrible thing. For me, what's even sadder is like, you know, the two children who were killed in a car accident, like the mom of three or, you know, this, this person got injured in a job site or there's a school bus accident. It's like, oh my God, I can't keep up. It's so sad. And that affects my energy. It's taking my energy from me to watch stuff like that. Um, so, so be mindful, you know, what are you watching? What are you reading? Who are you spending time with? And I think the people part is very, very difficult. Like how easy is it to not turn on the TV, um, to change your social media news feed. But I think the hardest part is like people in your life, whether it's family or friends. Um, and I just come from a place of, I believe that there's good in everyone. I actually just posted about this in my, in my same boat huddle Facebook group. Um, I really, really do. I think that everyone's trying their their best every day to be the best version of themselves. And I think that there are people in a different place in that journey than others, or, or just are taking a different path in getting there. And sometimes people just don't align the way that feels good. And it's okay that if people just aren't jiving the right way, or if someone feels like, Hey, this, this just isn't really working the way I want it to Um, and just kind of slowly backing away from different relationships. They all, I mean, think about your life and all of the friendships that you've had. I mean, I'm pretty sure that no one listening to this can be like, yeah, all of my friends in third grade are still my best friends when I'm 35 years old. If that's the case, that's amazing. But I would say a majority of us, that's not the case. You know, you have people coming in and out of your life at different times, different reasons, different seasons. I think everyone's in our life for a specific purpose. Um, but definitely take inventory that you absolutely have the choice of who gets your energy and where you get your energy from. So, um, again, I could talk about that forever, but definitely be mindful and, um, be kind too. like, if you're in a place like, yeah, I'm done with that person. They've been holding me down or dragging me down or, um, it's just been a tireless, you know, those relationships that just feel like you just feel exhausted trying to make it work or like it just doesn't feel easy. You don't have to be like, I hate you. I can't talk to you anymore. This, you know, it doesn't have to be a confrontation or an argument. It's just recognizing like, yeah, this, this just isn't aligning with where I am in my life right now. And I appreciate you. I love you and want the best for you. And I'm just, I'm just going to kind of like back up a little bit and fill that space in with some other stuff that feels more aligned. And that doesn't have to be a verbal conversation necessarily, you know? So, um, all right, let's move on to number four, only do what serves you in a day. Um, and that has to do with every part of your day. So only, you know, you were faced with decisions all day long from like, if you want to go certain places, if you want to eat certain food, um, and with our work. So, you know, if you're, if you're faced with someone asking you like, Hey, do you want to meet up after work for a drink? And inside you're like, oh man, I just really wanted to go home and like do a workout and go to bed early. I don't, but, and then the stories start. Well, if I don't go out, they'll talk about me or they won't like me or they'll never invite me out again. Those are the negative stories. Those are the limiting beliefs. You are limiting yourself 
from doing what you want to do and what's going to serve you and protect your energy. You can say no. You can say no thank you. I would love to go next time. And you don't have to make up a lie. Say, I really just want to go home and work out and go to bed early. If you want to, they don't need to know all that, you know? Um, I also, with work, and I, I I don't think it matters what kind of work you do, whether you work in corporate or for yourself or whatever it is, Um, obviously when you're working for another person, there are limitations of what you can say no to without necessarily losing your job. Um, but I have found, especially through my, my photography and my business, that how powerful it is to just say no and that it's okay. Um, and not a bad thing. So for myself, you know, when I started photography, I was, I call it the diner where I did everything I did cake smashes and pose newborn stuff and, um, seniors and extended families and families and blah, blah, blah. Like every, anything that came at me, I was like, sure, I'll do it. Uh, and I think it's important for me anyway, to have gone through that, to really understand like, okay, this is what I like and this is what I don't. And more and more I, I have to be, you know, someone, emails me and inquires about something. And I'm like, that's had a lot of senior, I always get senior inquiries and like, Oh man, there, there's certainly a, a niche for that, but that's not, that's not my niche. I, I'm a documenter and a wedding photographer. That's, that is me. So I have to very kindly say no and be like, I, I don't do that. That does, I don't say this, but it, that doesn't serve me. It doesn't fill my bucket to do that. Can I? Sure. I have the skill. I could take those pictures. You would never know that it's not my niche, but it's just, it doesn't serve me. It doesn't fill my bucket. And I know that it fills someone else's bucket and that's the person who should be taking those pictures. So it's okay to say no. So in your work, it is okay to be like, this doesn't, this doesn't serve me. Like, even though, um, I do this type of art and I'm capable of doing this other kind of art. I don't do that. And you can push those inquiries away. And then the limiting beliefs will come in again. If I say no, I'm not going to make money. I'm losing that money. If I say no to them, they're going to tell their friends that I, I say no or whatever crazy stories you're telling yourself. That's, that is giving your energy away. People will not think that about you. And if one person does, they, you can't control their, their feelings and their thoughts, right? You can only control yourself. So protect your energy. You can say no, create those boundaries, and only do what serves you in a day. And know that it's okay to say no to friendly. It's sort of cancel something because you don't feel that great. You don't have to push yourself and run on fuel or um, on fumes because you're worried about what someone's going to think about you. You know what I mean? And you can do all of this with love and kindness. It's not about being arrogant or snarky or rude. It's about choosing you first, protecting your energy and sending love and compassion to people all the time saying, I'm so excited that you have someone in your life who's a senior and wants their senior portraits. How exciting I know this amazing person who would give you wonderful pictures. Here's her information, you know, as opposed to, no, I don't do that. Sorry. No, you can be kind and loving and still have boundaries and say no and protect yourself. So I'm going to stop there because we're already at 30 minutes. I talk so much and I love it. (laughs) If you like to talk, you should just do a podcast. 
Um, so in a nutshell, that is how I protect my energy throughout the day. And that is how I'm convinced that I'm sitting here at almost September, which typically at this point in the year, I'm starting to like, I'm starting to reach burnout. I'm starting to freak out, um, look ahead at how much work I have to do in the fall, which I love all of my work, but then start to like <gasps> hyperventilate, like, how am I going to do all this and get all of this back to people in a timely manner and all that. But I found that when you take care of yourself, all of it is so much easier. There's so much grace and so much space to get done. If you guys hear those emails coming through, I'm sorry. Um, but there's so much grace and space to get done the things you need to do. They all get done and you feel amazing at the end because you're not burned out. Your cup is full. You have your energy and it's like, holy crap, look at me. I got to the end of this crazy week of preparing to get this house on the market. When I say prepare, it was like hauling ass with all of the, the closets were filled with everything. Our basement was filled to the brim guys, to the brim with stuff. And I can't take credit for all that. My husband did all of that. Um, but I got through all that and still worked and still had friend dates and had a couple's massage and a date with my husband and got my hair done and did all this stuff. And it all happened because I protected my energy. I took care of myself. I said no where I needed to say no. I said yes where I needed to say yes. And, um, man, it's amazing. It literally feels like magic. It's about uh, sustainability, which is something I'm not familiar with, and this is like my first time feeling it, and it's incredible, um, so you should go do it too. So wrapping up, the four things to protect your energy in life and work is self-care, recognizing your limiting beliefs or negative stories, you are what you eat, be mindful of what uh, content and people you're spending time with. And only do what serves you every day. Only do what serves you. If you have to ask yourself that throughout the day, is this serving me? If the answer is no, don't do it. It's that easy and that hard. I know. <clears throat> All right, ladies, and maybe some men. Thank you so, so much for being here and listening. I love talking with you. I love hearing from you. Feel free to email me at erin at ejoicephotography.com. Um, you can follow me on social media. Um, my Instagram handle is at photogaronj. And also, please feel free to join us in my free community, Same Boat Huddle. That's facebook.com slash groups slash Same Boat Huddle. I'm always happy to have new members in there. We talk about all of this stuff all the time. It's filled with amazing women. Um, and as I mentioned uh, in this podcast and others, I'm also working on creating new content and programs, um, for you to be a part of, uh, to continue on your self growth journey. So I can't wait to share more about that very soon. I will talk to you all soon. Have an amazing week. Take care, be kind and send love. See you later.